the extrovert tends to be what many organizations deem as model behavior, right? So where does that leave the introvert? How does a person with introverted tendencies succeed and grow their career in corporate America, though it's heavily modeled after extrovert behavior? But don't worry, a lot of questions, but we got the answers for you today. My name is Fela Abioye, and this is How to Corporate, my digital show dedicated to helping you identify what's holding you back so you can advance your career. Are you ready for today's topic? Well, let's get started. Take a second to imagine a person at your job, in your industry, in your career in general, that you believe people respect, admire, overall consider as a model employee or a person to emulate okay now have a picture of that person in your mind i'm going to describe two distinct personality traits to you and let's see which one of those more likely fits the person you have in your mind okay so remember right this is a person in your industry your job your career that people respect, admire, and overall consider as a model employee, a person to emulate, okay? All right, here we go. Personality trait number one is self-aware and reflective. Takes time to make decisions. Feels comfortable being alone. Prefers to write things down versus talk. Feels tired after being in a crowd has few friendships but very close with their friends retreats into their own mind to rest all right that's personality trait number one now number two has large social networks enjoys being the center of attention tends to think out loud makes quick decisions gains energy from being around other people outgoing, enthusiastic, thrives in a team environment and open work setting. All right. So from personality trait number one versus number two, which one fits? So if you haven't caught on now, personality trait number one typically describes an introvert and personality trait number two typically describes an extrovert. The extrovert tends to be what many organizations deem as model behavior, right? So where does that leave the introvert? How does a person with introverted tendencies succeed and grow their career in corporate America, though it's heavily modeled after extrovert behavior? But don't worry, a lot of questions. But we got the answers for you today. My mission is to help you identify what's holding you back in your career and show you examples of how to overcome so you can start winning. At least I just kind of take it over to you for a second to kind of introduce you 
Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. And yeah, I'm Lisa Apia, and I'm the founder of We Apply. And I help talented introverts increase their visibility and marketability so that they can get promoted or hired at work while staying true to themselves. So the goal ultimately is not for them to become extroverts, but for them to find strategies to navigate the corporate world as introverts and succeed while staying true to themselves. Awesome. And I think you hit on a key message there, right? Staying true to yourself because especially in today's world, a lot of times we can get feel pressure to kind of change ourselves or become something that we're not, right? And if we think about folks that who we deem as being successful or deemed as the model person to kind of go into X career, a lot of them may have extrovert, quote unquote, personalities. And so um, if I want to be able to have that same success, why should I have to necessarily become somebody that I'm not? So mm-hmm. so I guess my, my, my first question is, you know, what would you say is probably the most challenging career setback or barrier that you've faced uh, so far just kind of being an introverted person? For me, it's something that I realized very early on in my career that you know, um, the people who are often the loudest or who were the funny people who would, you know, make jokes in meetings or who would um, just have more to say, not necessarily um, with a lot of substance or um, anything very valuable, but those people would tend to get noticed for opportunities um, because they were deemed as, you know, charismatic and they were the type of people who were often um, sought after for high profile uh, projects that had more visibility or for things that um, were significant in your uh, career advancement. So early on, I realized that, you know, this is a trend in in the corporate world or in the workplace generally. And so I just started trying to find ways to to navigate around that, obviously stepping out of my comfort zone and putting myself out there, being more, more vocal, speaking up in the workplace. And um, I think the biggest thing is, um, you know, and this is being an introvert, but I think it's definitely cultural as well. Just this idea of self-promotion for me for a long time, I was like, like, I don't know why I need to start bragging. Like, why, why are we even doing this? Like, I'm doing yeah. the work. I'm doing it well. You Everyone should know. You should see it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I realized that that's not the case. So that's something I definitely had to learn in the early days of my career. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, uh, I think that's powerful. And you, you touched on a few things. But I think that last point is something that kind of resonates with me the most is, um, being able to share your knowledge, share your experiences, share what you're doing, and for people to be able to recognize what you're doing, um, that can be a really big challenge for people to kind of overcome, right? Especially if you think about somebody who uh, is more naturally introverted, you know, they, they're all about the work. I'm going to do the work. I'm going to do it well. And I expect that, you know, the performance that I have speaks for itself. Right. That the results yeah. I get from that, you know how much a hard heart I work because 
you see it in what I do every day. But we know, especially right in, in, in your business and helping people navigate their careers, that's not always the case. There are a lot of folks who, for some reason, they get at a barrier or they get halted or they get passed over for opportunities because they're not recognized for being possibly a star performer or a strong performer or being very valuable you know, to their organization. So um, I think that's a really big key that you touched on that I think a lot of people face. So, um, you know, for you, how did you have to kind of maybe reshape how you started to approach that? Hey, if you're enjoying what you're hearing and learning something new, take a second to rate this episode and write a review. Oh, don't forget to share with a friend or a colleague. All right, back to the show. So there's a couple of different things. First, I identified the areas that I wanted to work on. So one of them being, um, you know, owning my accomplishments, being able to speak up in meetings. I gave myself like a goal. I would challenge myself to say, okay, in this meeting, I'm going to say at least one thing. And the way that I did that is, you know, often when you have meetings, they'll send the agenda ahead of time. So, you know, or you have a sense of what the meeting is going to be about. You have a sense of where the conversation is going to go. And if it was directly related to the kinds of files that I was involved with, it was obviously an opportunity for me to showcase the work that I was doing. Mm -hmm. So instead of staying in the background and just listening in and, you know, sometimes what I would do is like after the meeting, I would like go to one person and be like, hey, by the way, da, 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 da. but that isn't enough because not everybody heard it, right? Mm -hmm. So I would challenge myself to in the meeting at least say one thing. Uh, I obviously started with smaller groups, so whether it's just my immediate team until I got comfortable with talking in the bigger groups, um, mm -hmm. that's kind of how I did it. And I consistently did it and challenged myself to do so. You know, and yeah, sometimes it happened. I, I, I didn't say something the right way and I would beat yeah. myself up for it, but I would learn and I would keep going. Um, in terms of public speaking, very similar in my approach of just being able to um, challenge myself and have those opportunities to be able to speak publicly and to to do it you know it's really about just having the opportunity and going after it preparing ahead of time is very very crucial and still to this day if i am going to speak in front of a crowd or i have you know a a, a zoom presentation speaking engagement i have to prepare um and it's just something that that helps me in terms of the nerves and helps me in terms of uh, taking ownership of 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 the conversation so preparation is very important. Another thing over time I realized is that it's not that I couldn't do it. It was more that I needed to do it at my own pace. Mm -hmm. So I realized that I would, I would need like a couple of minutes before the event to just like get my energy together and you know go into it and then after the event as well or after the presentation just mm -hmm. take a couple of minutes as well to recharge and mm -hmm. and not like you know some people they'll do a speaking event and then they're in the crowd oh, and going yeah. around talking mm -hmm. so that's not me like after yeah. i'm done talking i go to the back and i'm by myself <laughs> until yeah. i can like <laughs> yeah. put it all you gotta together. bring yourself no no that's that's fair <laughs> no, that makes a lot of then, sense yeah exactly mm -hmm. and then if yeah. you know 
know, it's a networking event. I'm okay to talk to people and to interact and all that. So, mm-hmm. you know, just learning those things about yourself, just learning how to navigate that. And at the end of the day, you are capable of doing all these things as an introvert. It's just finding strategies for yourself that will help you um, show up as you as who you truly are. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's awesome. That's uh, yeah. a ton of great gems there. I mean, you hit on so many different things and. I'm going to try to cover a couple of them, but, um, you know, I, I really liked that idea of decompressing, especially after you kind of are giving your all, whether it be in a presentation, a, a meeting, um, you know, public speaking engagement, you know, you're, you're running at a, on a 10 going through that whole thing. And then right afterwards, you kind of have to keep running. But when do you get a, t- a second to kind of s- take a step back, you know, you know, kind of really absorb what you just did? And then reset your mind to go mm-hmm. on to the next thing that you're doing. I think that's a really, really awesome tool and example of how to um, be really reflective, right? Especially in the moment of what sure. you're doing. We don't always have opportunities to get real time feedback. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I think getting feedback is also a really big piece. What it sounds like you have been doing too. If you're in a meeting yeah. and you speak up about something or you you make a statement or a question, you pose a question, you know, ask a coworker, ask a colleague, ag- asking someone that you trust, right? Their, their opinion, their advice and say, Hey, what do you think about that? You know, I know mm-hmm. I kind of spoke a little bit about X, Y, and Z. What, how do you think that was? Did that, did that feel sound natural? Did that, you know, um, especially if it's new for you, right? It can yeah. be very nerve wracking and you can really beat yourself up on, you know, it's like, Oh man, I just, I sounded so stupid. I sounded ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, you can really just get in your head around, you know, um, what you think you sounded like. And if you really just get that direct feedback and they're like, no, you sounded fine. It was okay. It it, it was just nothing out seemed weird to me. But if we don't get that real time feedback, we can really just get in our mind around um, what we're trying to accomplish. Right. And you can almost lose steam from maybe going out and doing it again or trying it again. So um, I think that's awesome. And uh, remaining consistent, like you talked about being prepared. And this is not, again, just for introverts. I think a lot of the skills that you're talking about apply for everybody, you know. So, but I think if you're trying something new that's uncomfortable for you, right, which I think is the element that we're talking about here, um, these are really great tools in general. Being prepared, there's no substitution for being prepared, right? When you know that you're about to walk into a situation that you studied for, you've, you spent the time to, to practice, you spent the time to prepare and walk into a situation, whether it's a public speaking engagement, whether it's an interview, whether it's a salary negotiation, whether it's anything pertaining to your career, preparation is most definitely key. I think they say you play how you practice, right? So uh, I think that's real. So, and, and when people don't practice, it shows. So, and and that's not a hundred percent of the time, right? There's some people that can fly, you yeah. know, can go right off the cuff and just boom. But when you know someone gets up there and it's kind of <laughs> shooting off the hip, you mm, can tell. You, you, sure. you, you you can tell, and that's and that's not a good look, right? So, no, completely agree with what you've been sharing, and you know, it goes across the board. You know, it's just really anything that you're really stepping out of your comfort zone to be able to do requires practice. It requires you being intentional about it. 
and accepting the fact that it won't be perfect at first, but you can learn and you can grow from there. For sure. So let let me ask you this. Um, Did you have any mentors or or sponsors or folks that you kind of had, you know, coached you up as you were going through this, right? I mean, clearly you're a coach now, so you've had the opportunity to coach a lot of people uh, throughout your business as a career coach um, and strategist. But, you know, did you have somebody in your corner to kind of bounce off these consistent questions and say to help you kind of get to where you were going as you were trying to kind of maybe redefine um, some of these areas in your life. Hey, if you're enjoying what you're hearing and learning something new, take a second to rate this episode and write a review. Oh, don't forget to share with a friend or a colleague. All right, back to the show. It's honestly part of the reason why I, I do what I do today because mm-hmm. I didn't have a coach or, you know, I mean, 10, 12 years ago, I didn't even know what a career coach was. So I didn't even think of, you know, looking it up or getting someone, but I didn't have a mentor. I didn't have a sponsor or anyone like that who was helping me navigate all these things. So it was really just me learning on my own, reading and um, just trial and error almost and that's really at the end of the day what a coach really helps you do right helps you avoid a lot of the mistakes and just helps you get to your destination a lot quicker because you have the appropriate strategy that works for you so i didn't necessarily have that so i would say obviously took a lot longer to get to where i wanted to be but um, i was still able to get there and you know today even with my clients or just talking to professionals generally if you can get a coach for sure get a coach but even a mentor a sponsor anyone that you can um, discuss these things with and have real conversations of also just how it's making you feel how you are um, seeing your career how things are progressing it's it's very important to have someone to talk to about these things I think it's uh, interesting for you to have said that you don't, right? You've never had a coach in that way because I think uh, oftentimes, sometimes we get the perception that, you know, everybody, oh, you you have a mentor, you know, you got somebody in your corner to kind of help you out along the way, but you don't know, right? You don't know that person's story just because you're a coach today and you're out Mm -hmm. helping a lot of people, you know, um, I think it's interesting to share that, hey, I'm doing this because I didn't feel like I had that same support. Um, but I think exactly. it's Im- but I think it's important to point out and showcase that you still went out and figured it out nonetheless. And today, obviously, you know, with what I know, um, even in business or just generally, obviously now I do have coaches and I mm-hmm. do see the difference in, in, you know, whether it's me trying to achieve um, a certain target or whatever in business, trying to figure it out on my own. It's, I could have, but, you know, mm-hmm. YouTube and Google will only take you that far. But mm-hmm. being able to learn from a coach who's had that experience, who's gone through that, who has gone through the experience with several clients as well is so invaluable. So it, it, it can make the world of a difference. Yeah. No, I mean, a hundred percent. I think hopefully most folks and uh, folks I think listening to this understand the importance of having some form of coaching <laughs> in, in their lives. I mean, that's really what this platform is all about. It's a sense of 
of being coached through other people's experiences, right? Exactly. I'm, like yeah, I'm being coached through your experience right now, and <laughs> and you're coaching everyone who's listening right now. So, um, yeah, do not discount the importance and the value that a coach can bring. But uh, but I think it's also to important to recognize that a coach doesn't always have to be so formal. I mean, there are a lot of people in our yeah. lives who mm -hmm. wind up being coaches who don't even realize that they are right. So, I mean. Think about, you know, your, your friends who you look up to who you or you admire, uh, of course, clearly your parents. Right. Um, yeah. You know, professors, teachers, other people in your life, who you know, you know what? There's a trait about you that um, you really have this piece down and I would love to learn from you in a particular way. Can I spend more time with you? Can I pick your brain? Can I ask you more questions? Can I maybe get your feedback about something that I'm working on? So don't think of it. You know, and again, clearly this platform is geared towards career coaching, but just recognize that a lot of the things that we're talking about today are soft skills, right? These are soft skills. Yeah. They don't, they're applicable to life, not just work, <laughs> right? Yeah. They're applicable to life. So um, there are people I'm sure in your life for the folks listening uh, today who can help you um, with building relationships, who can help you with uh, being able to speak up right during meetings, being able to feel confident about your speech, being able to um, have the the discernment to know what to say and when to say, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, so I think it's something to highlight there too, that, you know, we all have coaches in our lives and we just have to be able to see that sometimes the forest from the trees, pivot a little bit, getting back to, you know, we talked about a lot of different things here today and to those folks thinking that, you know what, I think I'm fine the way that I am. I'm good with my person. I'm good with everything that I'm doing. I think I'll be able to figure out what would you say to that and how maybe what their future outlook could be in their own careers. Mm -hmm. I think firstly, it all depends on what your goal is. Ultimately, mm -hmm. if you are in a role, you're very comfortable in your role and you, you're not looking to move or you're not looking to progress, then hey you know do you and it's all good right um but we all have different goals ultimately and so that kind of will dictate um the effort or the areas that you want to improve on and that you want to excel in um we all have things that we can work on whether you're an introvert you're an extrovert um none of us can say that we're absolutely perfect and that we've arrived or, or you know we're mm -hmm. we've all have something that we can work on and improve prove but at the end of the day it all depends on whether you want to do so or not um so yeah the goal will will be a determining factor willingness will be a determining factor and then also just understanding work culture you know depending on the type of job you have it may not be necessary for you to do any of this you know maybe your job is to be a scientist in a lab and you work by yourself with your headphones all day and yeah that's what you're supposed yeah, to do then for sure that's all good right yep. but just mm -hmm. knowing your industry knowing the employer understanding the work culture all that will have an impact on on the way forward so definitely what i would say is just take the time to look at your own career your own career roadmap understand where it is you want to go and what is missing to take you from where you are now to where you want to be and if that involves um 
speaking up, if that involves putting yourself out there to own your accomplishments and you're willing to put in the time and effort to learn how to do that, then for sure go for it. But at the same time, it all it all depends on how willing you are to to put in the effort. And mm-hmm. and um I, I think for me the thing that has been, I guess the the most rewarding thing is that at the mm-hmm. beginning it's like you're putting in a lot of time a lot of effort you know mm-hmm. you feel bad when you screw up but then you get to a point where it's like no i can do this i i've yep. figured it out you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. It, it's not necessarily something that's natural but i know how to turn on that switch and i know yep. how to play the game when i need to so well. you get to that point where it, it just becomes part of who you are and you're not you know, it's it's just something that you know how to do, and and that's ultimately what you you want to learn, so that you can navigate the corporate world. You know, honestly, um, being able to recognize your environment, right? Like you mentioned, if you work, you're a scientist or a data analyst, and you look at you know um, microorganisms and numbers all day. Maybe you don't necessarily need to pick up any of these skill sets, but but yeah. like like we mentioned, right? These are skills for life. So even if they don't necessarily apply to work, they could apply to other you know areas of your life, interacting with your kids, you know, or if you're in other nonprofit organizations or other organizations that you want to try to pick up some new skill sets. For. So nonetheless, um, like you mentioned, willingness and effort and being able to stay consistent with it till it becomes more innate in you, um, I think is a is a, is a key to success there. So. So thank you so much for that. And uh, we'll start to bring this to a close. But Lisa, you've been awesome. You've been fantastic. I really appreciate your time. And uh, and I hope for the folks listening, uh, all my introvert buddies out there, I don't know what I am. I don't know if I'm introvert or, or extrovert. Maybe I'm both ambivert. I don't know, honestly. So I'm, I probably got to take some more of those tests because a lot of these things resonate with me. So, but I, you know, I, I'm interested to see what other people would say about me. But um, I, I think it's big to be able to recognize where you feel like you are and, and to feel like you have a place, right? And a voice out there. And I think you continue to provide a voice for those out there that may or may not feel like um, they have a voice. So awesome. And thank you for everything you do there. So I did want to take a second to maybe allow you to, of course, to share your contact information in the, your platform. So that way, anybody who's listening to this thinking like, man, Lisa's really hitting the, the nail on the head. <laughs> and I would love to, for her to coach me. Um, I want people to be able to reach out to you and do so. So if you want to share maybe your contact information, how people can get a hold of you. Sure. So you can uh, connect with me on LinkedIn, Lisa with two S's, and uh, you can find me there and we can chat there. Or my website is www.weapply.ca. And uh, the program that I have specifically for introverts is the Notice to Promoted Career Mentorship. And that's all about helping introverts navigate um, the corporate world so that they move up and advance in their careers. Awesome. Awesome. So, well, no, appreciate it. Thank you again. Bring this to a close. Thank you guys for listening. Tune in until next time. Peace. Thank you. Don't forget to like and subscribe. For more content, click the link in my bio to follow How to Corporate on all social media platforms. Until next time, keep building.